0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the sixth day of September. I am Paul White. Thanks for joining me today. Short little podcast today that concludes the fifth chapter from our audiobook, Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. We pick up the reading today and read out to the end of the fifth chapter. This little part is about tense. We're talking about the perfect tense in the Greek. And of course, we're going to relay that to Scripture and show why it's important to have at least a fundamental sort of rudimentary understanding of that. We'll do a quick application of it in the text and then try to land on our feet with this as this chapter concludes. Here is the concluding portion of chapter 5 from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. Think of perfect tense this way. It describes something that happened in the past that has a relationship with the present. An example, I have done my homework equals I finished my homework in the past. When the homework was finished is of less importance than the fact that the homework is finished. Having been finished, it remains done. Short of the dog eating it, the homework cannot go back to an unfinished state. Think of Greek perfect tense as a word or phrase in which whatever is conveyed, in this case crucified, happened in the past with present, ongoing, and forever results. An action has been completed and the results of the action are continuing on in full effect. Perhaps the New Testament's best and easiest example of perfect tense happens at the cross. Jesus said, it is finished, John 19.30. Remember our homework example and apply that principle here. It is presented to us in Greek perfect tense, indicating, I finished it today, it will remain finished tomorrow, and it will continue to be finished forever. That's perfect tense. When Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ, he doesn't put it in the past tense, pointing only to his conversion on the road to Damascus. That tense might read, I was crucified with Christ. Instead, he writes it in perfect tense to indicate his understanding that he was crucified with Christ, he remains crucified with Christ, he will forever be crucified with Christ. As you can see, the message, go get crucified, die to self, ignores Paul's great declaration, I have been crucified. It's easy to see why we missed it and messed it up. We simply didn't understand the tense. When we understand why Paul used the word in the specific manner that he did, we also understand that we need not repeat an action that has already been done. Luke 9, 23. Then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. I misapplied this instruction by Jesus for quite some time. It seemed to me that he was telling me to be crucified over and over again. Otherwise, why would he use the word daily, a word that doesn't appear in the Matthew text of the same statement? Without the proper contextual understanding of Galatians 2.20, as we discussed in previous paragraphs, it was hard for me to see it any other way. What I missed within the context was the audience to whom he was speaking and what this instruction must have meant to them. Jesus warned his disciples that the price of following him would be less emphasis on their own desires and the heightened possibility that they would die in the attempt. For them, the cross was not a symbol of victory yet, but one of brutal execution at the hands of the empire. He further assured them that some would not die until they saw him coming in glory, meaning that they would escape the martyr's death. The daily risk was the price of following Jesus. Paul used the same idea in 1 Corinthians 15.31 when he claimed to die daily. Read that passage and its surrounding context, and you will find that Paul isn't claiming a daily spiritual death or a death to self, but rather he is commenting on the very real physical threats that come his way daily. He even names the location of some of those threats, mentioning beasts of Ephesus, The threat of Saul's old religious friends toward Paul's new theology was daily, and it was real. Jesus made the daily cross statement to his disciples in their timeline about relevant persecution they were going to experience. He was not warning me to take up my cross in spiritual death, though surely there is some utility in the daily cross concept for those who desire to follow him. We, too, can heed the warning that following Jesus will be costly and that there will be death to some of our old concepts and ideologies. In this sense, the statement of Jesus is alive and well. But that is a secondary application of the passage, and knowing the difference in what Jesus was saying to them and what he might be saying to us is crucial. I now see this verse as a complement to Paul's statement, "'I am crucified with Christ.'" Take up that knowledge and carry it every day. When you know you have been crucified with him, you deny the old Adam a foothold in your life. And following Jesus becomes a resurrection experience rather than a constant duel with death. And that marks the conclusion of chapter 5 from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. We have the entire fifth chapter available beginning tomorrow, the 7th of September, in the additional content portion of our website, Ministries.com. if you've yet to sign up for additional content, it is a $50 donation. And then anything in additional content that is ever added there is all yours. And we have a lot of good stuff. We have a bunch of videos from our series on our first book, right, uh, Revelation to Transformation. We have a growing set of videos from our second book, Between the Pieces, because we're still making that series in every chapter we finish. We put all of those videos in there. And then we're dropping one chapter at a time from this audiobook release. As we conclude the chapters on the DDP, they go in uncut into the additional content. And so tomorrow, 7th of September, the fifth chapter will drop into that slot. Okay, more tomorrow when you rejoin us here on the DDP, probably going into chapter six. It's the final chapter of the book, but you know me. Every now and then, I like to talk about something else. It could happen. We'll see. And I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.